2: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling-medical-investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
3: This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, And you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked.
0: All right. Hello, everybody! Podcast Unlocked, episode one one
4: seven. yay!
0: Which means something in the Xbox world, of course. Uh, I believe Justin Davis, our <laughs> special guest <laughs> commentator. That's your immediate first qu- pop yeah. quiz
4: question. I said, "Oh, it's got something to do with them halos, doesn't it?"
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, welcome, Justin. Appreciate I you jumping in. You, you, you. Strangely enough, yesterday we like, "Hey." I'd love to be on your show sometime. And it you would be said fun. you said
4: absolutely not I under said, no circumstances. I
0: said, "I have 4
4: people already.
0: <laughs> Why don't you just bite me?" <laughs> and then today I went, "Hey, all of my regular people are gone. Uh-huh. Could you
4: show up, please?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Happy to pinch hit.
0: Pinch hitting indeed. Swinging a drive mm-hmm. way back, way back, and it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate you being here. It's I believe your first unlocked appearance since in my tenure here. No, we no? were. I've
4: done one other one where the episode got horrible and filthy, and then I was never invited back. That's a true ah, story.
0: Okay, so uh, <laughs> well, don't ruin this week because no. it's, <laughs> it's it's a special show. We'll keep it classy. Uh, Naomi Kyle as well. Yes, rejoining us. always I'm good back to see here. you.
1: Yeah, always fun to be on this podcast. A very
4: tanned name.
0: You very tanned.
1: Yeah, I went to... Uh, for I, being I,
0: Canadian, you're very tanned.
1: Oh, well, you know. Our skin, you know, gets to rest while we're up there. And then when we come <laughs> down here, just like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, everything turns brown. But... drinks in all
0: the vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, it's like, sun.
1: please, sunlight. Uh... So,
0: uh, yes, it is October 17th, 2013. The show is coming to you a day later than usual, for those of you that uh, are always eager to jump right on it every Wednesday, because that is our normal... Time it's a new podcast every Wednesday here on the world's number one Xbox podcast. As you heard from a certain man at the top of the show, reminding you, yeah, that it's the number one uh, podcast. That's uh the Master Chief himself, Steve Downs. He is joining us for a uh, interview I recorded just a little while ago. It was uh, very cool of him to to uh, not only talk to me at all, but particularly for <laughs> for episode one one seven in my. Eleven years covering Xbox. I've never actually gotten to sit down and talk to him. I've oh never, my god! I still haven't met him in person.
4: Oh. But Did you make was, him record your ringtone? I, you know, I was going to ask him about that. <laughs> I, yeah, you're... I ran
0: out of time. I, one of my questions was, "Do you get asked to do fan voicemails yeah, voicemail. all the time?" Uh, but I ran out of time for that one. But uh, I hope you enjoy that interview. I, I had a blast doing it. It's about a thirty-five or so minute interview. It'll That's be great. coming up in the middle of the show. So uh, hear all about the life and times of the man behind
4: the mask. Ooh. And uh, not Batman, Master Chief. Yeah, the other just mask. FYI, different the, mask. the man behind the Mjolnir the thum- Yes. <laughs> did I pronounce that correctly? You did.
0: Yeah. I was just going to give you thumbs Yay, up Justin. For, for properly pronouncing. Pr- pronouncing. <laughs> pronouncing. <laughs> I'll just go. Yeah. yeah, You guys can carry on without me. I pronounce yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mitch...
4: Destin, Marty, all out. Losers. Oh, man. They missed the Steve Downs show. Oh, man. They're too busy playing super secret awesome games. Oh, well,
0: not anymore. Oh, that's true. They're all at some like dumb news summit thing that's uh, totally dumb. What a bunch yeah. of jerks. I'm sure. I never liked no, I mean, any of them. I'm sure Can't
1: believe they ditched us. I'm sure it's
0: nice. But, yes, uh, Wolf Among Us is what I'm playing this week.
1: Oh, yeah. How are you guys I've playing this week? I've heard level. it's
4: great. You've heard correctly. Um, I've been tonight's the night. I'm going to play through it. Mm -hmm. Two hours. Yeah, exactly. All you need to set aside. Uh Have
1: any of you guys played the? uh, Sorry, read the comics. I have not. Yeah. Um,
4: It's interesting. I went
0: into the game, the first episode of it, about as cold as I possibly can. Particularly in in our uh, very fortunate line of work. Sure. All I knew about it was that. Because they really didn't even do a lot of pre-promotion.
1: That's true. There wasn't there weren't like a lot
0: of trailers or gameplay previews or all sorts of the usual preview rigmarole. That's my whole job around here. They just yeah just sort of came. out. I knew it was based on a graphic novel, and it was you know it would be an adventure game in the in the vein of Walking Dead. But that's that's actually all I knew about it. So I went in and immediately I didn't know any of the characters, the setting, the world, nothing and it's a testament to the game that as soon as i got in and everybody was introduced i was like i immediately felt a connection to all the characters yeah hooked and hooked you Oh, it's I, great. I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, it's good Five to hear.
1: Bucks. I, I hear after playing it, everyone's like, "Okay, now I want to read the comics because I did." They love that world so much. Once it, they're it did they
0: experience it did it. make me want to. Except for the part mm-hmm. where I'm like, I don't have time for that. Uh, but it did make yeah. me want to. Yeah, as Supposed yeah. to just like okay, that you, was you me. won't
4: actually do it. But I won't you'll do want
0: it to do. But it. I was inspired to. to to do so.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, it's in, it's an interesting one because uh, Telltale has... I actually like the mon- the uh, Monkey Island episodes, but yeah. generally their track record has been a little bit hit and miss. It's um, true. It's Walking Dead was the big and, one. Like yeah. Walking Dead was... The breakthrough. <laughs> heads and tails better than anything that they have done before, mm-hmm. and this is their n- first follow-up. So it's yeah. like, well, are we going to see the old Telltale, or, they, right. or or is this just how the company is now? Are yeah, they reaching they've out? They figured it out. Yeah. They
0: seem to have figured it out and, mm-hmm. and really found their calling, their mm-hmm. specific way of, of doing things. Because you're right. I mean, they sort of were born uh, with Sam and Max. They re- they yeah. resurrected Sam and Max from the old LucasArts days. They have a lot of ex-LucasArts uh, adventure game developers on their staff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then it sort of bounced around. There it's was bad Jurassic Park. There was really bad Jurassic Park that I loved anyway, even though it was <laughs> bad.
4: So-So, Back to the Future.
0: Back oh, to the yeah. Future, Monkey yeah. Island. Um, there were a couple... Other ones in the early days as well. Yeah, they did Who's, Hector. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is this Good. is a, I'm excited. A great telltale tale is, mm-hmm. is, is happening right now up in the north bay of, of Northern California. So Well done, dudes. Yes, indeed. And f- yeah, five bucks. Just play it. Play it. Very that worth game. it. Get the season mm-hmm. pass. Yeah. Uh get to know your locksmiths. I forgot to write one down this oh, week. Oh no. You guys got any suggestions? What we uh... should what we should uh let the audience get to know us a little bit this week. Justin, we don't know. Well, our audience doesn't know you at all.
1: <laughs> let's just get to know Justin. Let's just have that <laughs> oh God. be the focus. <laughs>
0: what do I, how, how about, about <laughs> let's see, is there some sort of Halo-themed one? How about um, Oh yeah. in the spirit of w- episode 117? Uh, I had a
4: Halo 2 was the first, my first right, big.
0: Earliest Halo. Yeah, I actually didn't no.
4: play. Actually, to this day, I've never played Halo 1. Um, what? I know it's not, it, it sounds weird when I say it like that, but I started with, I didn't get, I was a PS2 kid, Yep, PS2 and GameCube. And then I got my Xbox late with Halo two. And that was my first big, I also had never done much PC gaming. So it was my yep. first time playing online really. And I thought my kill death ratio was horrible, not good at the game at all, but I felt like I'm like, well, I'm the driver when we're carrying the flag back <laughs> and, I, and I had all these excuses for like right. why my KD was like, you know, 0.6 or something like yep. that and had so much fun. Um, would rush in, die? Rush in, die. Was one of those terrible players that everybody hates to have on their team. Um, still am. Haven't improved <laughs> since then. No to self. i um, Justin on my team. But I do, and I'm a big Halo guy. I have been ever since. Cool.
0: Naomi, what, so for, yeah, first like uh, earliest or strongest Halo memory for you? Um,
1: well, it was actually the first game I played on Xbox, the original Xbox. And um, I remember one time it was... I was hanging out with a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. um, and he had the Xbox at the time. I was also PlayStation 2. Go
3: on. Yeah.
4: You
3: you
1: took (laughs) a break from
4: making out. No.
1: Let's not go into the details. Uh, But, yeah, we were just sitting playing. What if you miss? (laughs) I won't. (laughs) What? Uh, We were just uh, sitting around and playing co-op, and I actually played through Halo 1, 2, and 3 with him uh, co-op. That's cool. And that's the only way I played that game. That's great. Those first three games, so it was fun. Yeah, not that impressive, but (laughs) (laughs) that—that's my first memory. Was that it was my first game on Xbox.
4: It's good couples bonding, though. Mm -hmm. I'm not making a joke. (laughs) Really (laughs) smiling. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, So for me, the I guess the funny story I haven't shared on this show is that uh, you know a lot of you do know that before I worked at IGN, I worked at Official Xbox Magazine for about ten years. That was my break in this industry and right out of college. And the funny story is that I did not own an Xbox until they called me and said, okay, we'd like to bring you in for an interview. Wow. So um, at that point I decided, okay, I guess I better buy one of these things now and get to know it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I bought it, uh, bought the system about t- two months before it dropped in price by $100 mm. too, which which uh, irked me, but what are you going <laughs> to do? It's, it ultimately is a good investment, but – uh, and then, of course, I bought Halo with it because uh, I had only heard that it was this cool game that everybody was buying the system for. And, yeah, I still remember the early levels of that and slowly getting to know it. And it was like, oh, yeah, wow, this this is pretty good. Except for me, I was very much, uh, you know, and Halo, like for many, Halo was the game that taught me how to play with a game, a first-person shooter with a gamepad. Yeah, twin oh. sticks. I was a PC guy. Uh, long, all for ten years. Up until that point, you did, up until that oh, point, wow. I uh, never, you know, I never, never actually never had an N sixty four, and mm-hmm. even if I had, you know, Goldeneye is very different than the, that controller is very different than the Xbox controller. Yeah, so that's what I
2: was
4: just gonna say is Goldeneye had a twin stick control option where you could use the four the C buttons, the four right, yellow C buttons, right. and then use the joystick as sort of a pseudo twin stick. And no one that was so foreign to me, you know, as a console gamer, that I didn't play that way. Yeah, I never
1: and, played that way. Um,
4: but in hindsight, it's like, well, that's like the legit control option. But yeah. like, you know, young Justin didn't know that. And so Aww, I think. young
1: Justin. I know. It's so cute.
4: Uh, oh, Justin will go
1: back in time and
4: correct that. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think you're probably right. Halo was probably my first big twin stick game, too. So there it is. Early Halo memories. Cool. Hopefully, we've got another
0: good decade worth of them. Yeah, oh, Halo Four got us off to a real good start. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Stay tuned for Steve Downs coming up later in the show, but first the news unlocked.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Audible, a provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 titles to choose from. For listeners of Podcast Unlocked, Audible is offering a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free 30-day trial. If you're not already quoting from it every day, may we suggest checking out Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. It's like The Matrix, mixed with video games, Star Wars, and transforming Japanese robots. And we love it. To get started, head to audiblepodcast.com slash unlocked and follow the instructions to get your free audiobook. On with the show.
0: IGN's Xbox 360 podcast, the Podcast Unlocked presents the
2: news Unlocked! All
0: right, not a lot happening in the news. It's it really feels like the calm before the storm at this yep. point, doesn't it? I That's mean, what I've been right?
1: telling everyone. I'm like, there is something weird going on here. It's way <laughs> too quiet. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean the the big games are coming and yeah. of course the systems the are systems, coming.
2: The systems,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, we're counting how many shows left before the Xbox 1 is out. It's probably one, like two,
2: four, four. Yeah, four, 4 or four. 5 shows yeah. tops.
4: 4 for the Xbox and probably 3 for the PS4. Yeah.
0: I can't wait. It's going to be so good. I know. Um I can't wait till we get one, which I have
4: no idea when that is,
0: but
1: It's going to um, be Christmas time. Yeah.
4: It's going to be fun. It'll be fake video game Christmas, and it'll be real Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Double Christmas this year. A double
1: Christmas.
0: So if you are... Jumping in with the Xbox One on launch day, know that you will you need to cross watchdogs off of your pre-order list.
4: Justin, you know. bah, that bah, is bah, really bah, sad. Bah. Delayed. I know. I actually, despite me doing the Prices Right, sad horn. Um, no, <laughs> it's good news. I mean, game delays are always disappointing and sad, but I'm a big fan of better games. Right? Yeah.
0: So. Delayed uh, till at least April the quarter that goes their second quarter april to june yeah it's so, actually
4: that's actually a big delay we'd heard some rumors about this just like off the record scuttlebutt speculation yeah. but what i'd heard was it was going to be a short delay but no they're like months like january or yeah january february,
0: february. so here's i mean it's an interesting move you know i do applaud as you said justin you know ubisoft is, has never been shy about delaying for quality's sake mm-hmm. and that's great but here's the here's the issue i mean the the big uh, advantage for Watchdogs was that not only was it shaping up, it was really looking good. It was like everybody's game of show at E3 two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it also was going to get the sort of first-mover advantage on next-gen as far as the you know open-world games, which are a bigger genre than ever. It seems like yeah. half of every next-gen game we see is some sort of o- pseudo-open-world experience.
4: Yep. Well, and we also, you know, I can't speak for other people, but it seems like sort of the, the general feeling is, you know, some people are sort of so-so on Dead Rising 3. People are so-so right. on Knack on the PS4. Right. And so really Watch Dogs, even though it's on current-gen, was, like, going to be, like, okay, I'm getting an Xbox and Watch Dogs. Like the one yeah. you were motion sure about yeah like I
1: have to actually go out now and look to to see what I'm going to be playing on my my Xbox one I don't even know anymore
0: I've heard from a few of my Twitter followers that said well I'm canceling my system pre-order because now there's really nothing coming out this year you know I'll just
4: buy one next year yeah Yeah. I mean I get that I I don't know so when you put it that way it's like Ubisoft if they really did it for quality reasons, then, hey, good on them. Like, the game needs to be as good as it can be. But if they did it to get out of the way of GTA or other fall releases, then that, I think they might have made a mistake. Well, that's yeah. – you
0: hit on a point. And that's what I wanted to discuss real quick is, you know, the, the one side is, yes, they do get out of – because GTA is going to continue to sell.
2: It's just monstrous. Uh,
0: it, you know, even though – I mean, the reality is Watch Dogs is sort of being positioned as a next-gen title. But as you said, Justin, it's also coming out on current-gen. Mm-hmm. But – Really, GTA will continue to put up massive numbers on the current-gen side up through the holidays. So next-gen, they were going to maybe sell, at, at least at launch. I mean, of course, uh, 2014 certainly matters as well. But you know, they were only going to maybe sell what, maybe a million copies of it for this holiday across both platforms just because mm-hmm. the installed bases are going to be so low. Fair enough. But so you – all right. So you get out of GTA's way. GTA is going to have a big holiday. But April to June – puts you right in the crosshairs of Titanfall and Destiny, which are probably the two biggest next-gen games right now. You think those are both going to be Q2 games? That's what we've been led... Well, uh, for Titanfall, yes, they've said spring. Okay. They have said spring. And then Destiny, they've, they've sort of hinted at that by suggesting, well, the beta is happening in early 2014, so that would sort of maybe position it as a spring title. We don't... Really no, but I'm just saying. All right, but there's a let's just say there's a good chance that De- it puts it up alongside definitely Titanfall, and a good chance that it, it's
4: up against Destiny as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's tough. Yeah.
4: I, I guess it's sort of out of the frying pan into the fire. Like you're always yeah. going to be coming up against something. Like we are so crowded right now. I'm our features editor and I'm trying to find room for features. And like this week's so crowded and I'm right. like but next week there's more stuff and next week there's more stuff. Like <laughs> eventually you just kind of need to be like, "Hey, our game's done. We're really confident in it. We believe in it. Let's let's see what we can do." Um I don't know. I you know, they're insisting that it's for polish reasons and so I choose to, you know, take them at their word. Of course. And if, and if that's the case, then hey, they, they they want that game to be special. They want it to be, you know, an Assassin's Creed that they can they can will be a, you know, decade long franchise for them, so they gotta come out really strong. I yeah. I will
0: go out on a limb and say it would not surprise me at all if uh either for quality reasons or for scheduling reasons, Watchdogs ends up being a big summer game hmm. after uh Titanfall is out and after Destiny and they could maybe potentially go out there and really own the summer.
4: Maybe. See, I have a feeling that those two games are likely to not end up launching when they say they're going to. It's
0: a good chance. I mean,
4: it's all speculation.
0: it is. If we're all talking out of our uh our microphones here <laughs> as it were. Um if you got to buy one of those three games, which one do you buy?
4: No. Oh. You only got $60. <laughs> it's like I like how we make noises like you just punched us in the stomach. <laughs> uh uh, I've I've
1: always really been rooting for Watch Dogs, so um, and it's Ubisoft, you know. I, I am a huge Canadian quarter. pride, yeah, a little bit, <laughs> you know. Oh, um, f- for
4: me, I guess it's process of elimination. I'm not a big Call of Duty guy or a big multiplayer guy, so Titanfall is incredible as it looks, yeah. You know, no, but I do love Bungie. So Destiny's awesome. I think Watch Dogs looks great. I'm a big single player story guy. I like the social me- social message that Watch Dogs has. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna refuse. I'm gonna say not Titanfall. I would get the other two.
0: All right. Oh, Okay. Oh, you're yep. you're gonna you're I'm, gonna buy one and steal the other yep, one. Yep. I'm cheating. I'll, <laughs> get, I'll, <laughs> get, I'll get I'll
4: get one from work. That
0: counts. <laughs> oh yeah.
4: Damn. I, now Evil I want
1: to take tonight. back my answer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, next story. Uh, Naomi, no way. You, did, you didn't answer. You I didn't get... answer. All right. Uh, yeah. I, as as unbelievable as Titanfall is, if I if gun to my head, I only get to pick one of those three games. I think I'm gonna take destiny yeah. i knew it yeah, i think so for the i think it's i'm gonna play it longer and then there's gonna be it's just it's just a broader deeper thing sure uh even though god Titan so
1: good yeah oh i
0: know it's gonna be great just put it in my veins uh all right next story naomi we don't like soccer in america so as a resident canadian <sighs> Yeah. Would you do this next story?
1: Sure. Uh, let's see where I am on my page here. Uh, yeah, so Xbox Entertainment Greenlight's new soccer series for Xbox TV. What? Yeah. <laughs> what did you just say? I just said that. I spoke these words <laughs> out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, Every Street Reunited in the name. Is the name. Is the name. Sorry.
0: Yeah, it's called Every, Every Street, Street Reunited, Reunited, which is also a terrible.
1: That name. is a really bad name. It's weird the show will focus this on week stre- on every
2: yeah. street
4: reunited
1: it 's the it 's got the cheese factor uh, the show will focus on street soccer with each half hour episode shot in a different country the u s spain holland france argentina brazil ghana south korea i 'm not finished here featuring local undiscovered soccer players across the globe exact details on the show remain scarce uh, although deadline has heard that the idea is to <laughs> You know, I can't even complete this now that (laughs) you've fallen asleep.
0: (laughs) Are we back on the air? (laughs) Suddenly
4: I was lulled into a a glorious sleep. Thank God that's over. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, it does sound, if you are a soccer fan, then it sounds kind of cool. To me, and this is kind of inside baseball, it sounds very, very expensive. Filming in different countries all over the globe, having the finale at the World Cup. Yeah. Like, that just sounds, how can that possibly make its money back for Xbox? Well.
0: But, hey, maybe that means they're, if they're going to be spending money on stuff, maybe that means the Halo TV series will get some budget. <laughs> that's true.
4: And it does sound, you know, even if you're not a big soccer fan, being in all these different countries and stuff, like, it sounds like it'll probably be, like, gorgeous to just look at.
1: Yeah, it. I played FIFA World Cup and liked it. Yeah, me too. So. Yeah,
0: let's hope so. And, and, of course, by the way, I know that the entire rest of the world is like, this show sounds awesome. Yeah. It's only America that's like, God. Oh. It's growing in America.
4: I, and I do like soccer. I'll tease It's been you.
0: growing in America for 30 years. Everybody always <laughs> says that. Oh, it's about to break through as the next big sport, and no one cares.
1: No, the,
4: the Major League Soccer is doing well. It's surviving. It's bigger. So do than, you
1: actually follow soccer? Yeah. Justin? Oh.
4: Not, like, super, super closely, but I go to a few Earthquakes games and this, this and that sort of thing. It is bigger than hockey in America now.
0: That... Maybe true, yeah. <laughs> which is more of a failing of hockey, I think, than it's That is else. really sad to hear. Uh, but
1: hockey and soccer are pretty Naomi big Naomi is crying
0: in Montreal. a frozen tear <laughs> <Me> right <too. laughs> now. And then his little Zamboni is going to drive over. <laughs> See? Smooth little, it over. Little, a little hockey humor, huh? Yeah, huh? yeah. All right. You went creative um, on that one. Xbox One developers are getting free access to dedicated servers, Yay. which is Yay. a good thing. It's just one of those little incentives. For, that Microsoft can throw out there to say, "Hey, put your game, you know, focus your game on our platform. Look what we can we can do for
4: you yeah. here." Competition is raises the bar for everybody. It
0: does, and thank goodness the PS4 is, uh, you know, really taking a mighty uppercut. That it's, you know, Microsoft can't just coast. Yeah, through mm-hmm. through North America this generation.
4: Mighty uppercut would be a good name for a band. That is
0: a good name for a band. I always shall thought, we start one. So <laughs> I, the two band names that I always thought I would want to have for my like serious band would be uh which actually existed in in the form of rock band <laughs> in 2007
4: it's very serious with uh
0: dan amrick <laughs> my old podcasting partner from oxm and who's now at one of swords at activision our our rock band band was undead unicorn wow we oh, thought that wow. we, that was our that was our cool band we had the logo and everything now
1: we're in a time. softball team you and i Ryan. we
0: are uh, first game next week
1: yeah do you think uh we could steal that name for our softball team
0: I would be willing to we license We have unicorns
1: it. in the roster of potential names, right? Don't we have, like, it's... IGN unicorns or something? Yeah. Something cause... cheesy. Yeah. The... <laughs>
0: it's it's on the list. So I would be willing to license it. Okay. To IGN for a small
1: fee. A small fee? Yeah. All right. Let's work out a deal. So yeah.
4: everyone give you a beer at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to drive home. Yeah. I'm fine, you guys. Okay. <laughs> maybe there's some holes in my plan.
1: <laughs> and
0: then the other one I thought for my, like, ironic hipster... A uh, punk band would be adjective noun because that's <laughs> wow. every band na- every band name is an, an adjective, adjective and, a, and noun. a noun. Yeah, that's actually really good. And a lot of so. production
1: companies too.
0: No one steal that. I'm trademarking yeah. it. <laughs> uh, next story here. This this one's just one of those little things that people tend to get up in arms about online. But I do wish that Xbox had this because so the story is that you you're not going to be able to view people on your friends list by their real names on Xbox One at launch. It's going to come online later. Right. And you can't search them either. Correct. You can do it on PS4 from day one. Right. And I have to say, I, I must confess, Justin, that, there are people on my friends list that have been there for years that actually I forget who they are, and I'm like, I don't remember who you are.
4: I feel the same way. I and added
1: you, and you're from yeah. somewhere. I must
4: like you, but I just don't remember yeah. who you are, and this I is,
1: might not even have met you in person.
4: Exactly. <laughs> it's quite the uh, like first world games journalist problem. Absolutely, But yeah. That's one of the side effects of being in a place like IGN is like my Steam list, and you know, all, any social list that I have, I just can't keep track of who I know in real life anymore, yeah. and yeah. Who, who you know is just an IGN person that I've interacted with, um, like a. Fan or something like that. I do think. I mean, the real name thing that's been in the news recently—not in the video game news, but like Google is forcing you almost have to use your real name on things like YouTube and and places like that. They're making it harder and harder for you not to, and people don't like that. I mean, anonymity is important to a lot of people. I'll
0: I'll tell you what. Like ESPN, I you know I read their website every day at lunchtime to catch up on sports news, and they had a comment system Mm -hmm. that's not. Too, that wasn't too unlike IGN's where you just had used whatever username you wanted sure and it turned into a cesspool of awfulness and it's... they actually ditched it and switched to Facebook yep where you have to have your real name and it to- it it hasn't completely cleared it out but it has cleaned up their comment section. Big
4: time. Yep. It's a massive benefit of Facebook comments. There's all kinds of weird technical reasons that Facebook comments are weird. But, yeah, I mean, when people have your face and name attached to what they say, like, suddenly Makes you a think, big difference. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. I don't know. I mean, Xbox, maybe that appeals to people. Like, maybe I don't want everybody on my friends' list to know I'm Justin Davis. Or, like, I'm playing GTA Online, and, like, my gamer tag's not, like, a secret, but I appreciate that people don't know that I'm from, like, yeah. IGN. and I you can just want to get on around. there and I definitely
1: play. don't want mine out there either.
4: Yeah, so? I, I keep mine secret, too. Yeah. So maybe this news is maybe they're trying to figure out how to let people opt into it or something like that. Although.
1: I think that would be great if they uh, chose
0: that. Should someone, should your gamer tag leak out, Naomi, at yes. any point? Because it actually happened to me once uh, years it ago. It did to me,
1: too, at one And point. I had to
0: change it because yeah. I, I was constantly flooded with requests, and it just became like.
1: It's I a could, hassle, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, one thing you can do on Xbox One at launch is uh, follow people now like Twitter? Um, you can yeah. follow gamer tags. So and it, so, you know, friending now is a two way street. Right. You send a friend request. I send a friend request to Naomi, and he, and she's like, uh, that Ryan's annoying. There's no way I'm accepting Deny. that friend request. And yeah, you just <laughs> you either ignore it or you say no. Yeah. And then I can't see you. I can't see what you're doing. You Until have, I accept it. Yeah. And then we can both see what's going on with the other profile. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to have following similar to Twitter where you can – you know, I can keep up with you uh,
4: and –
1: Sort of like Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like Facebook. Without
0: having to – you don't have to follow me back or friend me back.
4: In the biz, that's asymmetrical. That's true. Asymmetrical sharing. And so that was the big thing. Like Facebook was – actually not the first social network because there was Friendster and a bunch of other BS. But – Facebook is just how it worked. You connected with somebody only if they connected with you back, right. and then Twitter really flipped that on its head. And now more and more people are going in that direction.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So, uh, so I think that's smart. I do too, and
0: it's you know it's it's made me think. Well, gee, maybe if my gamertag ever does leak out at some point, my my private one, then at least. I can have followers and and not like fill then, up my one thousand yeah not have the annoying requests and and be bombarded with game requests every yeah. every time I log on and then ten
4: thousand people can see when you're watching Netflix yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god he's
1: just and watching. what you're watching Pretty in Pink yeah what, is this?
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. what was, are you watching <laughs> I was gonna go a different direction I was gonna say like Prison Heat or something oh. and it's like oh god
0: <laughs> or oh. you know you're playing some super embarrassing game yeah. Like uh, Fast and the Furious showdown. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? Does he hate himself? <laughs> um. Finally, uh, I know I am speaking. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, one more Canada tie in. Here we go. Watch oh, this. Oh, let's do it. You, re- you ready for me to drop some knowledge yeah, on you? Yeah. Drop uh-huh. it. NBA 2K14 is, of course, a basketball simulation. Basketball invented by Dr. James Naismith,
1: a Canadian. A Canadian. Yeah, we invented a lot of sports. You did. I was told this by Alex Salamita, our. Uh, what it, was it, Bat Mitz Bro or something?
0: Uh, Bearded Mets. Bearded Mets Bro. Oh. Right, right. Yes, Just goes our, to show. Our, one don't of our video baseball. guys <laughs> who uh, yeah who had his fifteen minutes of fame at Shea Stadium he in did. the All Star Game this year, the Major League Baseball All Star Game by by uh, catching a. Uh, he Yuenna caught Cespedes. it on live television. Yeah, he yeah. um, was having a ball In the derby, and they ESPN <laughs> like zoomed in on him freaking
4: out. He's happier about that than I've ever been about anything. I know. Yeah.
0: Doesn't it make you feel a little dead inside to yes. know you've never yeah. been that stoked? Mm-hmm. And you even have a kid. That's true. <laughs> so you're you're married. So yeah, you had a <laughs> wedding day. Good point.
4: What I meant to say was, uh, I take it all back. I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs>
0: So uh no uh NBA two K fourteen, I implore you to go to IG actually, you know what, I'll embed it in the uh in the podcast
1: I really article liked it. page yeah. on
0: I on uh this week. The new trailer of Is the Next Gen version of NBA two K. It's it's crazy. It's so good. Do um, you
1: remember <laughs>
0: That's right. It's, Phil, set, it's set to Phil, Phil Collins. Phil Collins,
1: of all songs. Yeah. And it was so funny. The uh, We were shooting an episode of Cheap, Cool, Crazy, and, well, this is maybe a spoiler, guys, but um, we were on a ship, and it was supposed to be a pirate ship, and the guys, right. after we had been sailing all in the bay and everything, he, they come back, and they're like, okay, bye, and they're setting up to, like, I guess, close down the ship. and. And they they started playing the Phil Collins song, the exact same <laughs> one that I heard this morning. It was just this weird coincidence. That's but... funny. That's great. And then we were just joking how it's a little weird that they're listening to that song, and they're a all bit. like men working together. I'm know? not going to Little judge. bromance happening. Yeah,
4: I'm not going to take <laughs> Phil away from and anybody. You, no. you guys, you, they sail together. Yeah, they're on the open seas. They're lonely. That's it, true. In the air tonight, mm-hmm. they yeah. are in the air
1: tonight. <laughs> Something to relax their senses.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Stays there. <zen>. So yeah, <laughs>
0: take a look at that trailer. Uh, and I gotta say, like, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. It is impressive. And I will say that two K fourteen NBA two K fourteen may end up being the most technically impressive launch game. Period. It is it's the
4: the, the it trailer. The I trailer, may go back uh, to yeah. playing it. I if may it's not smoke and mirrors, sports, like if it's yeah. legitimate, then yeah, yeah. that's yeah. incredible.
0: I think you've got I think technically speaking, you're looking at Forza on the Xbox One, mm-hmm. Killzone Shadowfall on the PS4. And then maybe NBA Two K Fourteen as the third-party, you know, most impressive game that's on both platforms from sure. a, from a pure visual standpoint, from a pure like, oh my god, this is a next-gen system yeah. kind of reaction.
1: Are you guys going to play it?
0: I'll be reviewing it. You'll yeah, be I'm, reviewing a,
1: I'm, I'm a big. You have fan no of choice to play it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Help
4: me. Yeah. No, I don't know how sports work, so I will not be playing it.
1: Yeah, I might, I might, I might attempt it. Like, I played yeah. hockey. I've played like. Um, hockey games and soccer games and here and there you know whenever i feel like
4: you, you
0: put
2: the ball through change. the thing yeah.
0: yeah exactly yeah uh justin davis i want to turn to you for the marketplace report what can we spend our money on in xbox land this week well if
4: you got $35 to spend and you don't want to spend it on the wolf of us or the wolf of us. The, wolf. the wolf of us <laughs> the wolf among us wolf among us <laughs> wow that was weird. It's your turn to horribly butcher New something. bad
1: name, maybe? Anyway,
4: yeah. point is, if you have $35 and you hate yourself, you can get Cabela's African Adventures. That's actually very mean. I have no idea whether these Apparently, games are any good they are pretty decent. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. There's I, some Cabela's fan out there is shaking his fist right now.
0: And obviously, they sell well every year. Like These are sold at... Those like Cabela's stores, those big box retail stores that are in states not named California.
4: Yeah, I mean, this is like, you know, Redneck Rampage way back in the day. Like, this is the sort of game. Like, my dad doesn't play video games, but if he saw this when he's buying shotgun shells, like, you know. You might be tempted to pick it up. Cabela's <laughs> African Adventure, thirty-five dollars. Also, Wipeout: Create and Crash, forty dollars.
0: A connect-enabled game. Yeah, don't a, not
4: wipe out the racing game
0: based on the television show. Wipe the, out the reality TV show. Yeah. Wipe out the TV
4: show Chita-chita. where people bounce off the giant balls and fall into the water.
0: I just want to say, I remember John Henson, who's the one of the co-hosts of that show from his much better days at as Talk Soup.
2: Oh, that's oh. Right. we miss you, John.
0: He left that show voluntarily, and then. Like disappeared for years <laughs> until, but I guess I'll bet you he makes more money I than say. ever at, at doing this. You he's,
4: know, co-hosting this. He's got know. those wipeout dollars now, and yeah. they probably film like an entire season in like two days. Probably. Oh <laughs> my gosh! What am I Hawaii. doing with my life? <laughs> I, I want to host. A I want to host reality show. Um, do I do the XBLA stuff too? Yes, please. Okay, so what else
0: can? What else is out there?
4: On that live arcade, dat live arcade, we got Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Speaking <laughs> of television shows, because mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing more relevant and hot right oh now my God. than Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> um, and I've got Hex, that, show is,
0: that show is deader than Regis Philbin.
1: Who's who's Wait, even Regis hosting? is still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> Uh who's hosting it now? Is it that girl who used Meredith to be Meredith on... Vieira still? Yeah. I don't know.
4: I thought it was a dude again. Oh. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, who cares? <laughs> yeah, and a game called I this, is this bad that I haven't heard of it? Hexodius. No, none of us have heard of it. Never
1: See, heard of is, it. this
0: is we've been we've been uh railing against this on recent episodes where Microsoft so doesn't care about Live Arcade anymore that every week it's it's a, every week we read the game that's out and we're like we don't even know what that is.
4: They're not even bothering to tell you. Pretty much. So uh, I wanna if people at home a little peek behind the curtain, we have notes for the podcast that Ryan so helpfully provides and the notes also says, and for the love of God, buy and play the wolf of us. The wolf among Again, us. You did it. it the words are in front of me. <laughs> for the love of God, buy and play the wolf among us, which <laughs> From hit last now Friday. On, I'm for only five referring
1: bucks. it to it as Wolf of
4: the Us. The Wolf of Us. I want to see that Photoshop now. It yeah, seems, that
0: sounds like it should be a Metallica song. Like, yeah, the Wolf of Us. Yeah,
4: it should be. It should be that, or it's uh, like Joel with like Ellie with a wolf head, and they're going around. There you He's go. Oh, we Who,
1: are getting Eric Sapp to design yeah. that for us <laughs> right <laughs> now. I am emailing him. <laughs> he'll,
4: he'll probably put a dog in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's a guarantee. always with the dog. Uh, also, you can get a playable demo of Payday 2 and Lego Marvel Superheroes.
0: Payday 2. Oh. if you need a co-op, like tactical co-op first-person game.
4: Very cool. Last and certainly not least, Halo 3. Free for gold members. Fitting. Until
1: the end of the month.
0: Fitting wow. on this episode that Halo 3 is a free game you can go get right now. Probably
4: a gold... Free for gold or whatever. What's the promo called? Um, games for gold? Games for gold uh, has been consistently high quality, but I'm going to go out on a limb. Halo 3, man. Like, that's the one of the best free games. That, oh, of course. Yeah, gotta play it. And there are so many
0: Xbox owners that weren't Xbox owners in 2007 Yeah, the that, that, game's that old. probably missed the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go take a shot. No excuses. I mean, it's Halo 3, for free, is a you know 10-hour single-player game. You can play it with your significant other in co-op. Correct. Uh, and then, of course, an endless multiplayer. There's just, you know...
4: Halo 3 is my most played Halo game, by interesting. far. I've played probably 3,000 matches it's, of multiplayer. It's two
0: for me. It, two, it would be... It would take me a long time to surpass (laughs) two. All right. Uh, So that's it for the news and the Marketplace Report. We'll come back here. Stay tuned for my interview with the Master Chief himself, Steve Downs. A special treat for episode 117 of Podcast Unlocked, IGN's Xbox podcast. It is the man behind Spartan 117 himself, Steve Downs, joining me on Skype. Steve, welcome. Thank you very much for joining me.
3: Thank you, Ryan. Your uh, your timing is impeccable with uh, our episode number
0: here. Yeah, it's a you know we could call it a coincidence, but let's be honest. That's no, good. I I've been planning this for weeks, so I uh, appreciate you coming on. And you know, obviously, you are the man, uh, as your website says. You are the uh, the voice of a hero, the sound of a legend, and it is actually true because I went you know I I went and cruised your website and looked went for some more background for you on about you on wikipedia and uh, it turns out there's a lot more to steve downs than simply master chief and so i wanted to start by asking you steve you've done radio for many years but your first video game voice work was actually not halo it was a 1999 pc game called Septera core now did that did that lead you did that help lead you to halo at all
3: Oh, Yeah, no, it, it was a direct lead in because uh, the guy who cast me for that was uh, uh, Marty O'Donnell, who, <clears throat> who, as I'm sure you know, went on to uh, you know, do all the voices and the music for all the Bungie uh, uh Halo games, so he, it was something that they were working on, you know, pre Halo, yeah, and um, you know, I he, he called me and he he listens to me on he. Used to listen to me on the radio when he lived here in Chicago, and called me in to do this, you know, minor uh, character on this on this little game, and it went well, and we got along well, and all that. And then it was about a year or so later where he called me back, uh, you know, to come in to read for Master Chief. So yeah, there there was a direct correlation between the two. them. Although I encourage people not to try to seek out that game. <laughs> <laughs> because it was a little on the uh, on the on the primitive side, and my performance was, uh, uh, it, you know, it, well, it could have been better. Let's put it that
0: way. <laughs> well, everybody, you know, it's your your first one. You always get better each yeah. time, right? Now, yeah. now, did you was it? Did you use the uh, the Master Chief tone and inflection for that, or was it <laughs> was it a different?
3: No, not really. It was a much lighter tone. Uh, it, 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 it wasn't anything. Uh, I, I mean, I suppose
2: if you heard it, you know, you I mean, it's the same voice. So Yeah. I mean, it's, they're, they're, but no, I didn't. Uh, uh,
3: you know, I, I, I you know, what I used for Master Chief was was, I, I think, very different than what, what I did for that character.
0: Right. Now, I, be honest, Steve. Did you know, especially back then, video games were nowhere near the the entertainment industry force they are now. So, did your did your agent uh, say uh, say Yeah, go ahead and go ahead. This video game thing, this Halo thing, whatever, it'll be a one time paycheck. Or did you have any designs on it being a uh, a recurring thing that you might do on a regular basis?
3: Ryan, in all honesty, I had absolutely no thoughts uh, of it being. Anything beyond, you know, that the
2: what ended up being two sessions that, that I did for Halo Combat Evolved. So yeah. yeah, no, I had I had no inclination whatsoever
3: that uh, this was going to turn out even half as big as it uh, as, as it ended up. It was a complete shock to me.
0: Now, uh, Master Chief is famous for we never see his face. Right. Now as you're auditioning for the part I'm sure they gave you a look at the character this this uh you know 7 foot space marine in a green suit uh do you do you try to picture as as you're trying to come up with a voice the right the right tone the right version of of your your voice for master chief do you picture a, a face do you picture anything or do you uh how do you how do you come into it that's a good question because when we actually, when we
3: did, uh, uh combat evolved, uh, I had no, literally no picture of, <laughs> uh, master chief. They had nothing to show me at that point. They had, you know, a concept, uh, and you know, we talked about the character, but in terms of an actual visual reference, I had absolutely none. So, <clears throat> you know, I just had this, uh, you know, we talked about, you, you know, more who he was on the inside yeah, and, and, um, you know that he was. Uh, you know the. the you know the, the. direction that Marty gave me that really got me started in, in terms of what I was going to do with it was he said think of uh, of Clint Eastwood in <laughs> these old spaghetti westerns that he did you know for a few dollars more and fistful of dollars and all that and he said think of the, of that kind of character you know kind of a loner and a man of few words and um, uh, you know that kind of thing but you know when he does speak somebody usually dies, <laughs> so, you know, they, that, that's sort of where, what, what started me on, on where to go with him, uh, you know, in terms of what kind of uh, approach I wanted to take with it. Uh,
0: now, are you aware of any other actors, perhaps local Chicago, because of course, Bungie back then, for our listeners that don't know, Bungie is originally based out of Chicago before they were moved to Seattle. Uh, right. Are you aware of any other voice actors that auditioned for Master Chief besides yourself?
3: Uh, I'm not and, and I'm pretty sure because uh, I've asked Marty about this that that uh, he decided it
2: would I mean I didn't even audition for it he called me in yeah. to do the session I mean it
3: was it was not even a, it was not even an audition which is a little unusual uh, but he had it in his head and, and I think because we had done that session a year earlier on the other game you know he sort of knew what I was capable of doing and, right. and, and uh, so yeah as far as I know Uh, He had nobody else in mind, uh, you know, uh, 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 other than me, which was quite fortunate for for myself.
0: Uh, Yet another indication of of Marty's genius. He has shown time and again he is the very best in the business at what he does. Apparently he's a genius at at casting as well.
3: He's an absolute genius, Ryan. He
0: is. He is. I've been. I've had the pleasure of interviewing him before uh, on on the podcast, and yeah, he's he is great. Um, I'm,
3: a, I'm a huge fan of, of him as a person and uh, and and as a uh, as a creator. He's uh, uh, he's a, he was a pleasure to work with. That's for sure.
0: Now, I'm sure you get this one all the time, but have you actually at any point over the over the years sat down and played any of the Halo games?
3: Well, Ryan, I you know I've never made a secret about the fact that I'm that I'm not really. Uh, A gamer but yes I have tried I mean I think you know after I realized what had happened you know what was going on with the first game and how huge not only Halo was but the whole gaming world was uh, you know I thought
2: well I'll I'll get myself an Xbox and sit down and see what this is all about and it was uh, in a word pathetic (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and then uh,
3: you know then going you know when I started going to uh, you know conventions and and store openings and that kind of thing and then would be put up against, you know, people much younger than myself, uh, who were quite skilled at the game. It, it, it sort of, you know, I sort of realized, you know, where my talents were and where they weren't (laughs) and and where they weren't was, was having the hand to eye coordination to be able to, uh, to, you know, to, to uh, play the game effectively. So yes, I mean, to answer your question, yes, I have tried and yes, I did fail.
0: (laughs) Which, uh, what do you, which, which game do you think, uh, of the, uh, four of them is your best performance?
3: Well, I would have to say, uh, I, and I say this with, with this caveat that, that, uh, you know, I think like most actors, at least most of them that I know, uh, you know, once you hear or see the work that you've done, you always wish you could go back and do it again. Of course. Uh, that you would improve on it. So having said that, uh. Uh, Halo Four is definitely, without question, my favorite because, first of all, I had more to do, right? There were more lines to say, um, and and uh, it was the first time that Jen Taylor and I had gotten to work together in the same room at the same time, doing real time uh, reading, and um, and 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 just the subject matter of the game, the storyline of the game was was much more challenging than than the you know, than the first three. Right. So yeah, there's no doubt about it, that that was my, uh, you know, my favorite time, you know, and plus the fact that I got to work a lot cl- more closely with, you know, the directors and the writers and the, and the, and the, you know, all the other levels of, uh, of, of, you know, people who are involved in making a, a game like this. Whereas before, you know, it was usually just Marty and I, that, Yeah. On the uh, Especially on the first two games, and in the third game to broaden down a little bit, but it was pretty much just Marty and I that worked together. And so when we got to do Halo 4, uh, you know, and I, and I got to, you know, sit with the writers and get a script in advance and, and really talk this through before we went into the studio, it made it, uh, you
0: know, more challenging, but I think ultimately uh, more rewarding. Was there ever a doubt uh, after, you know, Bungie moved on to their next? Project, of course, the uh, upcoming Destiny. Was there ever a doubt that that when that you would be Master Chief after you found out? Hey, this is going to keep going, but it's not going to be with Bungie anymore.
3: Oh, absolutely. There was I, there was a huge. I had a huge doubt uh, as to whether or not that was. Uh, you know, you, I mean, you never know. It's you know, it's you know, with the with the exception of Frank and and one or two others. I mean, it was a brand new crew. Yeah. three four three and you know, they may have easily wanted their own people, uh, you know, not only in the behind the scenes part of it, but in the, in the, uh, you know, the voice part of it too. So I had no, um, you know, I I didn't think it was a sure thing at all. And, and plus the fact that I know that they wanted different things out of master chief than, than what had been required before from an emotional standpoint. And I think, you know, we had to, you know, you know, we did a couple of, uh, you know, sort of test uh, screenings,
2: if you know, yeah. uh, to see if I could give them what they wanted, where
3: they, where they intended on taking Master Chief, if I, if I could be there uh, with them. And, and fortunately, uh, you know, I was because it was really what I always hoped would happen anyway. Um, so when given the chance to be able to be a little more expressive and emotive with the character, I jumped at it and,
0: and, they fortunately liked it, and, and the, you know, the rest is history. Well, if, uh, it, I'm not sure if you're aware of, uh, how video gamers tend to be on the internet, but there are, let's say, a very passionate bunch, and if they yes, had, they are. if they had attempted to recast you, you would have seen, uh, actually, possibly actual violence breaking out in the <laughs> well, streets.
3: Well, I wouldn't encourage that, but, but it was rewarding, and, and I was certainly not oblivious to that, and, and, uh that you know and i got to tell you when i go to conventions and and have an opportunity to meet you know people who are, are you know fans of the game and whatnot it's it's i'm always uh you know sort of humbled by it because i know that you know all all the fun that i'm having doing this is a direct relation to their wanting me to
0: do it so steve what's what is your favorite line that you have ever done uh, because I have an answer to this what my favorite line of yours is ever but i 'm curious what's what is your favorite line
3: well you know it 's hard to single out a favorite line I mean the line that that all, most often gets uh, quoted is is uh, you know finish the fight that that was the iconic
2: line that came out of uh, of Halo 2 and uh, Uh, that,
3: you know, and then back to the, you know, the beginning of, you know, Halo 2 where, you know, his line, I need a weapon. You know, those, those were sort of the iconic lines. And it's interesting that I don't know, uh, I mean, I'll be interested to see what your favorite is, but I'm not sure that an iconic line has come out of Halo 4 yet, at least not that I know of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, it was always, uh, the, the original in Halo 2 and then even it appeared in the, the original trailer for Halo 2 when, you know, Chief's about to jump into space and, and Cortana asks, you know, what if you miss and you just give the, uh, I won't. I won't. Oh, that's goosebumps every time, Steve. I that, love it. That,
3: that's a favorite. Yes, that's the favorite of mine, too. Uh,
0: so uh, how do I get into voice acting? Uh, it is. I, I would love to do it. Everybody tells me I should do it. It seems like a dream job. Is it in fact a dream job, Steve? Well, you know what? I I, I don't know. I mean, it's like any other kind of work. Uh, you
2: know, I don't know that I call it. I mean, it's it's. I love doing it, and it's it's
3: the the actual when you, you know once you actually get into the studio and you start doing it, that's that's just heaven. I mean, it's fun. It's different every time. That, whether you're voicing video game characters or animated characters or you're doing commercial work. I mean, it's just, it's always something different. You're working with different people and, and it's its stimulating and I love doing it. The, the pain in the ass part of it is getting there. <laughs> and, and even when you're, uh, you know, I mean, I've been doing voiceover for, the, for a number of years. Um, you get told no many, many
2: many more times than you get told yes interesting so you know you have to have a a bit of a thick skin for
3: it and uh because uh you you know most of the time you know you may audition a hundred times and 99 times you're going to be told no or actually what happens is 99 times you're not told anything (laughs) you you just don't get the job Uh, and then the one time that you do get the job that makes it all worthwhile so it, it is it is i would not call it a dream job in that way um but uh, it is, uh, you, you know, if you can put up with that part of it, uh, it's it sure
0: is a lot of fun. When you're doing Halo, uh, one of the Halo games, what's a typical day like for you, and how long does it take to do each game? You mentioned the original Halo Combat Evolved was two sessions, but yeah, these days, days maybe more. I have to say, you yeah, know, each one of those days was maybe an hour, an hour and a half long. Wow. Uh, you know, the, and, you know it may have been three days because I think there was a day
3: where we did uh, you know what I would call the scream sessions or the death sessions. (laughs) For all you times that you guys screw up and Master Chief goes down, I got to have a noise for that. Right. Right. So so, Yeah, yeah. I mean you'll go through literally an hour's worth of just, you know, dying, near dying, killing, you know, near killing, injured, falling, you know, all of those things have to be recorded and they can be a little on the, the strenuous side voice wise. But when we did Halo four, uh, it was a whole different matter. I would, I went out to Seattle to do most of it. And, um, it would be eight hour sessions. I mean, we would be in the studio for, uh, six to eight hours a day, two or three days a week. Then I come back to Chicago. Then I go back to Seattle, maybe a uh, few weeks later, we would do another couple, three, eight hour days. And then, and then several, um, we we did one in L.A. once. Uh, then we would do you know kind of pickup sessions from here in Chicago, and I sure. work at studios here in
2: Chicago, and that may be an hour here and an hour there. But it was uh, it was a lot more involved, um, you know, in terms of
3: time wise to get it just exactly right.
0: So are you a are you a hot water guy, a tea guy? How do you keep your voice going?
3: All I'm, a, I'm a I'm a uh, throat coat guy, and hmm. I'm a Uh, room temperature guy room temperature water throat coat the occasional apple when you start getting a little too much mouth noise that helps Um,
0: but yeah that's that's those are my poisons of choice so uh here's maybe a bit of an an odd question but i'm curious Uh,
3: that's the first time anybody's ever asked me that so if you were looking for a first
0: all right (laughs) i got at least one well how about this one uh this this may sound a little odd but uh, are you a smoker by chance, Steve? Because, and the reason I ask, it seems like you have to be a like you have to be a smoker to have an awesome enough voice to to do voice acting professionally. You get that husky sound to it. Is is it all natural talent, or or have you well, been a guy who's been a smoker?
3: Well, listen, you know, I I, I am not currently, old, uh, but but uh, but I, I certainly. Uh, uh, you know, it probably got, got me. I mean, I'm not encouraging
0: it. That's no, sure. but it may
3: have had something to do with how I got to where I got. But, but uh, no, not at the moment,
0: anyway. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, and, and part two to that, something else I, I look at too, uh, and and I hope uh, you take no offense from this. Is, is age a part of it too? Because, and I ask that because it seems like men's voices, in particular, get deeper and more distinctive. With time, I look at a guy like Michael Ironside, who uh, was another, is another fantastic voice actor, and did uh, the character Sam Fisher in all of the Splinter Cell video games. Yeah. He's in his sixties. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know you've been you've been doing voice acting for a while. Is, is voice acting one profession where it's not a young man's game? Well,
3: you know, yes and no. Um, uh, I, I I think you know i don't know that the timber of your voice necessarily changes i suppose it does to to a certain degree i mean i you know i go back and listen to things that i've done you know 10 15 even 20 years ago and i don't know that from a a range standpoint i hear a great deal of difference but i think it's it's more uh, has to do with the experience of how, how to use your instrument, right? And I think that. So I mean, you can call it age, you can call it experience. I, I think you, you just the more you do it, the more you understand your your own instrument and how to use it. And and
2: I, I think that figures into it rather than just the physical right
3: uh, aging of your of, of your voice. Doing anything now? I mean, at some point it does, he, sure. you know. And actually, I think he, you know, at some point it begins to affect it negatively. But um, but I think it, it really has to do with more of understanding how to use it rather than, than what the actual age of the instrument is, if
0: you know what I mean. Yeah, I got to go back real quick to something you mentioned earlier when, when I was asking you about uh, you know your favorite line, things that yeah. people tend to to quote, finish the fight most often. Now. That line, of course, comes at the end of Halo 2, and Halo 2 is a game that has become a bit infamous for its, uh, shall we say, abrupt ending. Yes. That that Bungie has since admitted, you know, there was supposed to be another level before you know the 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 uh, the hectic production schedule forced them to to amend it a bit. Now, is there? Did you record lines for a level we never played?
3: You know what I not trying to be coy about this but if i did i don't remember i don't remember recording yeah and, and, and the problem with you know i mean of course that was you know many what was that? 10 years yeah.
0: ago almost
3: yeah. um you don't necessarily record things in sequence makes sense yeah. like an actor you know in filming uh you know, it's not—it's not necessarily done chronologically, uh, in terms of how you see it in the film or how you play it in the game. So, I could have recorded something that—that uh, that, uh, they and I'm sure. I mean, you know, this happens all the time. We record a lot of things that never get used. Yeah. But Whether they actually, whether I actually recorded something that was a different ending, uh, if I did, I wasn't aware of it, and I think I would have been aware of it. You know what I'm
2: saying? I think yeah, of I would. Understood. This is like, well, wait a second. This is we're going somewhere else, and and they would have told me. Yeah.
3: But you know, time. You know, time takes its toll, Ryan. That is true. It may. (laughs) I may have, and I just forgot. But but uh, I, I, my my honest answer is, I I don't remember doing an alternate ending for that.
0: So, uh, of course, you've also done voiceover for uh, Carnival Cruise National Ad Campaign uh you narrate currently you're narrating the shark attack files on the discovery channel yes. uh you of course do the halo games uh how's how's the money for something like that well, not to get too personal but is it you know be, you know cuz you do work in radio uh as as well, I guess what we would call your day job is that fair That's to say right. yes. uh so is is voiceover work you know when you do a halo game or a carnival cruise ad campaign or the discovery channel is it uh does, is it you know really worth your while, or is it more just you know take a nice vacation kind of like that's how you that's how you justify your your, your big vacation every year?
3: Well, without without getting particularly uh, revealing about it, yeah, uh, I you know the thing with uh, recording commercial work is is can be more lucrative because you get paid oftentimes per use. Um, oh okay, yeah. So, you know, like with Carnival Cruise Lines, or I did uh, the Sears. Uh, what was the uh, the uh, the Craftsman Tool campaign, or, or things like that. You know, uh, you know, I did a series for uh, Quiznos sandwiches at one time, and and you get paid on based on how many times they run. So that can be quite lucrative. Sure. On on you know if the camp if the ad campaign is successful, video games. Not so much. Uh, video games are not based on residuals, so uh, you, you know the story I often tell about. You know, you asked me early on if I had an idea what the six cable uh, was, and, I, and it was almost a year after the first game came out before I had any idea. Because as a voiceover, unless you're in the world, and I wasn't a gamer, so I was not in that world. Um, but when
2: you do voiceover work, the the how you really know whether or
3: not what you're successful is is directly related to the checks that end up in your mailbox? You get a lot of checks. It was a successful campaign if you don't it wasn't um but with video games that's not the case because it's not based on residuals. You know if it was you know i'd be uh, owning a house on the moon right now <laughs> <laughs> but. But it's not. It's 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 uh, you're you're reimbursed, you know, based on a on you know, you negotiate a fee, and and it has nothing to do with whether you know they sell one game or a billion. So it's 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 a little different that way. But um, but you know, I can tell you that in, in terms of Halo, um, I'm not complaining.
0: <laughs> I should think, yeah, by now, you know, the the budgets are so much higher, and the games sell so many more million copies that. You, you know, you're, there's a reason you have an agent who gets to go back in and renegotiate for you. <laughs> yes, there is. So I know I'm running out of time with you, Steve. I've got a few more questions for you. Um, was the announcement of three more Halo games a couple of years ago, the best news in the world for you?
3: Well, it, yes, it was. Uh, it was, it was, it uh, was, but I, as, as I said before, when you were asking me before, if I knew for sure that I was going to be, you know, recasting the role, I didn't, I mean, I, there was hope and, um, I was I was hopeful that I was going to, benefit, but you know, on the first level, yeah, because I I felt and you know, regardless of you know, regardless of my uh, involvement, I just thought there was so much more story there that needed to be told, and uh, so I was you know, at first thrilled that that in fact they were going to do that, and then when I then when I did get involved and got to know. You know the, the, the you know Chris Schlerf and, and Frank O'Connor yeah. and Kiki Wolfkill and you know all these people that were that were you know really pouring their heart and soul into this. It was it, that's when it became really exciting for me because I knew a that the franchise was in good hands and b they had some really cool ideas about where they wanted it to go. Um, so that part of it was the best news. You know, when I actually got my my feet
2: wet in it and realized not only what I was going to be doing but who I was going to
3: be doing it with, um, that's when it became real exciting.
2: So,
0: you know, you mentioned that you were, you know, that it was no sure thing that you were going to get called back in to continue on as Master Chief. Is there ever a time where, from your side of it, you see that, that you see yourself not wanting to to play Master Chief anymore. I mean, for for us gamers, too often these days, we're getting... It gets to a point where a franchise gets uh, old enough that the people who run it uh, want to reboot it and start over, and they they uh, recast a great voice actor like yourself with some young generic guy. We're seeing it all too often in video games now. Is there, is there a, a time where you see that maybe uh, you want to hang them up yourself? You know, I can't... Uh
3: I can't think of a reason why that would be, Ryan. Thank I, God. I, I, I just I can't I can't
2: imagine that that scenario.
3: Uh, but you reminded me of something else when you were asking me about this. You know, we're, we're, we're sort of covering this particular area in depth. But um, and I just found out this information within the last year or so uh, that Marty told. Well, he, he actually Marty didn't tell me. He told somebody else that. Um, after the first game became so successful that there was uh, talk of of recasting the voice with a celebrity. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, You know, not only my character, but perhaps Jen's character as well, Cortana. And and so, you know, because that's sort of the way it's done, right? Um, And they just, you know, thankfully for me, decided, you know, went back to, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, and I think also, uh, you know, what you alluded to earlier is that, you know, the, the video game fans and Halo fans in particular, you know, are very adamant about what they like and what they don't like and are not hesitant to make those feelings. You know? <laughs> and uh, so I think, you know, the feeling was with with, with Marty and the, and the gang back then was
2: like, well, why mess with it? Yeah, you know, thank they, you. They, see, they seem to like this guy. <laughs> he likes doing it so why change it and fortunately they
3: didn't and and it's you know it's been that way ever since but uh, you know I I have so much fun I mean this is like a you know childhood fantasy come true you know doing a voice I mean it's you know growing up as a young kid you know we all had superhero fantasies and we all imagine ourselves to be those people, right, or those characters, the Supermans, the Batmans, the Spidermans, mans the X-Men, the whoever. Uh, and then to find yourself at some point in your life being able to, you know, in some way um, express yourself through a character like Master Chief is, it really is a childhood fantasy come true. And um, I'm certainly nowhere near the point of, like, being tired of doing it. It's it's uh, and you know what I mean we only you know only get to to, to sit in that chair maybe every couple years yeah and uh, so it's not like I'm doing it on a day to day basis where it's like oh my god I got to do Master Chief again really <laughs> you know, it's not like that at all by the time it comes around again it's like I'm chomping at the bit you know we can't wait to see. Uh, what the story is and where it's going to go from here.
0: Now it's safe to say you you clearly have a, a good long standing relationship with with Marty in particular and Bungie. Is there any chance we'll see you uh, in in some sort of even as a little cameo thing in Destiny? I, I know, uh, not, there's I've not been kind con- you. Know, we know, and, and,
3: and, and you know the thing is, um, you know the, the when you voice, you know, first of all, I don't have uh, a tremendous range of different kind of voices that I do. Um, you know, the guy who voices
2: uh, guilty spark, Tim Dadabo, was a good friend of mine and he mm-hmm. lives here in Chicago and he does, he has a, he has a, a, you
3: know, whole range of different voices that you wouldn't recognize him from one to the other. Yeah. He does a lot of animation and, and, you know, he does, he's in commercials and you never know that it's also the guy who's the voice of guilty spark. You know, that's not me. I, I, you know, have, you know, a few variances on on which way to go. But, you know, kind of what you hear is what you get. And um, so when you're identified, when that voice is identified with a character as iconic as Master Chief, um, you're sort of. Uh, Tight cast, if you will. You're a
0: victim of your own success, Steve.
3: I'm a victim of my own success, but but I, as I often say, well, if you got to be stuck with one guy, <laughs> I well have that guy be Master Chief. So, uh, you know, again, I'm certainly not complaining.
0: Well, I've got two more questions for you, and I'll, I'll let you go. I appreciate all your time. Uh, sure. Now that you've you've worked as with Master Chief as a character for over a decade, uh, how has the way you think about him changed over the over the years?
3: That's a good question. You know, um, when I first, in the beginning, you know, it was a job. And, and, you know, you get sort of a, a, you know, as I said, you know, you know, we would talk about who the character was and you try to try some different things and, you know, hit on something that everybody liked and off you went did did the job.
0: And you didn't Um, even get to see him.
3: And I never, I, I didn't get to see him until, you know, long after the game came out. Um, But as it as it progresses and it progressed down through the years, you know I became much more interested in really who this guy was, not just what he sounded like. And fortunately, with Halo, there are a variety of ways to do that. I mean, with all the the book series and the and the comic books and the, you know, there's a number of different ways that you can, if you want. Uh, go deeper into the character and go deeper into the story. And so, uh, you know, and that's really what I've done, you know, to truly understand, because I think, you know, that's important. In, in, as, as he becomes uh, more expressive as he did in
2: Halo 4, right. uh, you need to know, I need to know who this guy is
3: and why he, why he is the way he is uh, and what motivates him and what, 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 frightens him and what angers him and you know what you know all that kind of stuff and and halo is one of the few games that i that, that i'm aware of that have a, a variety of of outlets for for not only me but for anybody to true deep deeper into the guy and and so yeah i i uh, you know, yeah, I feel like he's a he's a good friend of mine. <laughs> you know, and uh, you know he's uh, he's he's a very interesting character, and I, and and what I like to think is that he is a uh, he's a character that's you know, if you take the time, he's much deeper than than how it appears on the surface in the beginning.
0: And the last question I have for you, Steve, is uh, is that. The, about the upcoming, you know, Microsoft announced a Halo TV series. For the love of God, please tell me you're somehow involved with that.
3: Well, I don't. I have no information for you on it. Um, you know as much, or maybe even more, than I do about it. But it's, it's, it's. Uh, as you know, it's a Steven Spielberg executive producing, um, and it and it's going to be a TV series, and that's the beginning, the end of my knowledge. Uh, i don't know that i will be involved i would i would be obviously a uh, you know again a dream come true but um i can't tell you that i that i've you know that i know anything more about it than than what i've just told you
0: all right fair enough steve downs catching mornings on 97.1 wdrv the drive in chicago as the narrator on the discovery channels the shark attack files and of course Every few years or so, including maybe next year as Master Chief in the very next Halo game. Check out his website at Steve Downs, V O, that's D O W N E S, that's how he spells Downs.com, and follow him on Twitter at SteveDowns117. Steve, thank you so much for stopping by on this uh, very special episode 117 of Podcast Unlocked. Right,
3: I enjoyed it immensely, and, uh, and best of luck to you. It's been a lot of fun.
4: Whoa, Unlocked. Off. Can you take on
0: the challenge? Yeah! All right, time for the unlock block. And, uh, yeah, Justin, you have not been subject to this. Mm. Our weekly trivia segment where a listener sends in an Xbox-related trivia question. Mm-hmm. If I just think it's fun enough for the show, I choose it and that person wins, whether or not you get it right or wrong. It's just brownie points oh. if they stump you. Well, good. So, now the uh, pressure's off. Well you it's only your own pride on the line. (laughs) Okay. And your own credibility, quite frankly.
4: Well, you know, I didn't have much of that to begin with, so.
0: Well, we'll find out. Maybe you can restore it. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, Naomi and Justin, this is a a fittingly Mm Halo-themed trivia question coming to us from Anthony Gutia, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. I'm taking a shot there, yeah, Anthony. I hope got, I have not slaughtered your last name. he has
4: got that double L. Gutia. That's a, that's a good guess.
0: Good uh, he is from not too far away, Antioch, California, up here oh. in uh, Northern California, stones throw further inward, inland uh, from here in San Francisco, over at the coast. And he asks you guys this: the Halo Three Starry Night trailer, featuring the first look at the Master Chief bubble shield. Uh, debuted on which television event? Was it a nationally televised NBA game on ABC? Was it the season finale of Friday Night Lights on NBC, Monday Night Football on ESPN, or Game 4 of the 2006 World Series on Fox? It's a great question. <laughs> that is a great question. I had to rack my brain. I was able to barely remember this correctly.
4: I'm going to say see you Monday Night Football.
1: Okay. I was going to go with Friday Night Lights, but now I realize that might be a weird timing thing because didn't that show just come out?
0: Friday uh, Night Lights? Yeah. Well, it's, it's been off the air for no, a good while
4: now. You're way off.
1: But no, there is there is another There's, show is out. Is
4: there a new one? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Not, I can't, I can't rescue s- you on <laughs> this.
1: <laughs> My credibli- <Throw> credibility <laughs> is going down right now. We can just okay. blame it on
0: you. <laughs> yeah. You want to use your 50-50. Who wants to be a millionaire? Uh,
1: okay. I'm going to choose... I'm going to choose A.
0: Going with the uh, an NBA. NBA
1: game. nationally televised game on ABC. That was my second choice. All okay, right. well, We're probably crossing both my wrong. fingers. <laughs>
0: One of you is exactly correct. The answer. Justin Davis. Yay. It was Monday Night Football. Well done, Good sir. Good job. Great question, Anthony. Thanks for writing in. You get yourself a podcast unlocked prize pack, which the kind folks on our social team We'll get mailed out to you here, ASAP.
4: Thanks, Eric Martin.
0: Yes. And if you would like to potentially win a prize and potentially stump the panelists here on Podcast Unlocked, send your Xbox-related trivia question along with your shipping address for multiple-choice answers, and then also be sure to please note the correct answer in the email. Uh, Send all that to unlocked at Mm -hmm. IGN.com. And that deep breath means we've come to the end of another show, episode 117 hope everybody had fun.
1: Yeah, we
2: talking made to it. Steve
0: Downs. I know I did. I was I was giddy. I was like, I'm talking to him. <laughs> and then when he recorded, when he so graciously recorded that bumper at the top, I, I heard was, that. I was like extra stoked. That was I can't really cool. He did that. Because it's like you would think he either probably hates doing it. Yeah, I wonder. Like, oh, what you want me to? A, yeah. yeah. You want me to record a thing? And no. I mean, Or, I I, was like, he might be contractually obliged (laughs) not to. Like, no, Microsoft says, no, you can't record things as Master Chief. But he, uh, and I totally told him all that up front. I was like, you might not want to do this, or you might not be allowed to, but is there any way you can record a bumper? And he he was very gracious about it, so I appreciate it.
1: That's always fun.
0: And, uh, by the way, you can catch Steve Downs in person if you would like to meet him. If you're going to be in Austin, Texas... At the Alamo Con from October 25th to 27th, he will be there. Look for Steve Downs. Uh, Bring a copy of Halo, maybe get it signed. Or the following weekend, November 1st through the 3rd in Nashville, Tennessee at the GMX Con. I don't even know what that is, but it's probably cool
4: because Steve Downs is there. Stands for Great Man Extreme. Experience. Experience. (laughs) That's, That's pretty good.
0: So, uh, yes, I want to thank Naomi Kyle, as always, for joining us. Thank at you. Naomi Kyle on, on Twitter. Twitter.
4: Justin Davis at Error mm-hmm. Justin. Not Error Justin, or, which
0: I get asked or, a lot. Or Error, uh-huh. like uh-huh. if I'm a Kennedy. Error. 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 Error Justin. Potty
1: Plata. It is
0: time for you to uh, <laughs> sign off. Yes, <laughs> E-R-
4: E-R-R-O-R, Justin.
0: Yes, so we'll follow you there. And I am at DMC underscore Ryan. Forget those other guys. I'm not plugging their Twitters if they're not here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Screw those guys. Yep. Uh, they
1: brought it upon themselves. Dead to
0: us. IGN.com is, of course, hopefully your homepage. Be sure to pin our Xbox app to your pins so that it, it's not buried in the you know yeah. piles of apps that are stacking up on, on your Xbox front page. Uh, make it nice and easy to find. And there you can watch our live streams, all of our video reviews, all the cool video content we've got going on. And uh, with Xbox One right around the corner, there will be a lot of cool a lot video of content, content yeah. coming around the bend. So uh, for Justin Davis, Naomi Kyle, and the great Steve Downs, I am Ryan McCaffrey. This has been Podcast Unlocked, Episode 117. Most of you catch it on iTunes for free, Zune Marketplace for free, or IGN.com for free. Hint, hint, it's free. Just subscribe to it. Makes it nice and easy. So guys, thank you very much, and we'll be back with Boring Old Episode 118 next week. Just me, Justin.
4: What's up, guys? This is Justin Davis here on Podcast Unlocked. (laughs) Episode 117. (laughs) Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm
3: torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut.